church? Hell no. Are you no longer feeling comfortable in church? This podcast is for individuals who are desperately missing God, but don't know how to find Him. Substance abuse, domestic violence, sex offenses, acrimonious divorce can contribute to discomfort in the church. For these individuals, church is just not an option anymore. Ordained minister Dennis Hall and his guests invite you to listen to this podcast for topics that are inspiring, uplifting, and will bring hope to those who just feel church is not relevant in their lives today. I'm Dr. Dennis Hall, and I'm delighted that you're listening to our podcast today. It's been an interesting times, but, you know, I wanted to focus on something to sort of take me out of the political morass that exists uh, today and focus on something that God has given each of us. You know, when I was in uh, uh, junior high school, what they call middle school today, I remember being introduced to the idea that humans have five basic senses known as taste, smell, touch, hearing, and sight. You know, today scientists recognize that we have other senses. Uh, One of them that I'd love to talk about sometime on this podcast is uh, our sense of love, how we are able to sense love. But today I want to focus on these five senses that uh, God gave us and perhaps zero in on one of them that's pretty special you know uh we're we were taught then uh, how the stimuli from each of these uh, uh sensing organs in our body are relayed to different parts of our brain through various pathways and how this sensory information is transmitted to the peripheral uh, from the peripheral nervous system to the central uh nervous system You know, most of us just take our senses for granted. But they are a part of God's gift to human creation, enabling us to interact uh, with the world in ways that protect us and enrich our experience. Now, for instance, uh, you know, without taste, we wouldn't be able to distinguish between uh, uh, bitter or sweet or salty or sour or god forbid poison you know and we have over 300 different receptors in our nose that assist us in differentiating between uh, various aromas from beautiful flowers to the uh, uh, offending stench of a dead animal and you know the complicated structures in our ear that facilitate our hearing are just amazing. You know, sound is simply a vibration. And through a complicated group of bones in the inner ear and a fluid-filled structure, the ear converts these vibrations into electrical impulses that go directly to the brain. You know, it's this process that enables us to distinguish between uh, the sound of a gunshot and a multitude of other sounds, including, you know, soft melodies of music. You know, similarly, our eyes uh, are God's gift that allows us to process light 
in a way that, you know, we can determine brightness and color and shapes. It's just amazing. It's God's fine-tuning of the human body. And then we have the sense of touch that's uh, made possible by these neuroreceptors in our skin. You know, we can uh, sense levels of pressure from a gentle brushing to a firm push, and uh, whether it's a brief touch or a you know a sustained touch, you know, and uh, we have receptors in our skin that uh, for pain and for temperature, and we can distinguish between the pain of being burned to uh, being stung by an insect or stuck by a sharp needle. You know, our, our hands and our fingertips are amazingly sensitive to texture. You know, we can easily distinguish coarse sandpaper, coarse sandpaper from smooth glass, but we can also pick up the subtle differences across a wide range of textures, like the, you know, the slick uh, sheen of silk or the soft give of cotton. You know, all this information about texture is transmitted from these sensors in our skin. And, um, you know, it's really the sense of touch. It's the sense of touch. You know, we can describe texture in uh, very simple terms like uh, rough or soft or hard. And uh, unbelievably, we can describe surfaces as velvety, velvety or cottony or furry. You know, scientists have... Uh, determine that we have a large number and variety of nerves in our skin to interpret textures. And some of these nerves uh, respond to uh, raised uh, bumps of a braille letter that create a pattern pressed against the skin. And then we have other nerves in the skin that respond to vibrations when the skin rubs across fine textures and fabric. That's why my wife can distinguish between a 400 thread count bed sheet and a 150 thread count bed sheet. Now, for those of you who don't know what the higher thread count means, it, it's it's the it's how many threads are in one square inch of a sheet, and the higher the thread count, the softer the sheet. Yeah, you know, our sense of touch. Uh, protects us from many dangerous things and keeps us connected to the world around us. It's just amazing to me to watch a woman uh, put on an earring without even looking. It's the sense of touch. You know, uh, but of course, with everything in the human body, sometimes things can go wrong with our sense of touch. You know, a person can experience what the physicians called analgesia. And this is when the total absence of discomfort and pain on the skin uh, occurs, leaving one susceptible to injury. You know, someone with this would have to be very, very careful because their skin would not be telling them that something 
is dangerous. And then there can be variations uh, to this one. Someone's sense of touch makes an external stimulus abnormally weak. So if they're being jabbed, they may think it's not really serious. And then, of course, the opposite's true, where an external uh, stimulus is more um, uh, intense, more intense than it should be. So something as light as a feather landing on an arm uh, could cause someone pain. You know, Netflix is currently um, featuring a documentary with the title Take Care of Mine. Now, this powerful, gripping documentary is about a young girl who's diagnosed with a malady called complex regional pain syndrome. Complex regional pain syndrome. Individuals with this problem experience intense, prolonged pain for no apparent reason. Uh, common symptoms are uh, constant stinging and or burning or jabbing or tearing or squeezing or numbness, tingling, a pins and needle sensation, and increased sensitivity to pain and, se and severe pain resulting from things that typically are not very painful. Now, if you uh, Google, if you Google CRPS, you'll find that there's no single recommended treatment for this problem. You know, the, doc the documentary depicts the devastating physical, emotional, and psychological impact on a person with this problem. And as all of us can appreciate, it devastates an entire family when a young person is the victim. You know, touch is so important to us that when it is impaired or damaged, it's devastating. You know, scientifically, uh, we know that humans are wired to be touched. It's why we cuddle little babies. It's why we allow little children to come and sit in our laps. It's the reason couples hold hands. Uh, you know, sometimes when my wife and I are sitting near each other, uh, I'll hold out my hand and say to her, I need some energy. And she knows that means I'm asking her to hold my hand at least for a few minutes. You know, psychologists uh, refer to what they call touch starvation or skin hunger or touch deprivation. Very interesting, very interesting topic. Maybe the next time you want your special person to hold your hand, you might just say, my skin is hungry. And our research has shown us that missing out on regular human touch can sometimes have serious and long-lasting effects. We learned a lot about this uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Handshakes, friendly hugs, pants on the back, they all disappeared in the workplace. And... Um, even at home, you know, uh, we know that holding hands and back scratching and foot rubbing declined during the time of the pandemic epidemic. 
touch starvation uh, is experienced frequently by children in orphanages and elderly people in the hospitals who do not get enough positive uh, contact. Uh, you know, the nursing profession has recognized that uh, touch is very important in the healing process. You may not know this, but up until about the 1970s, if you were a patient on a medical surgical ward in a hospital in America, you were likely to get a short back rub every night uh, because the nursing profession recognized how important it was in healing. Now, when you don't get enough uh, physical touch, uh, you can become stressed, stressed out. You know, stress releases a stress uh, hormone known as cortisol. And this hormone can cause your, uh, your heart rate and blood pressure and muscle tension and, and uh, in fact, breathing rate to go up with bad effects on your immune and uh, digestive systems. And this can lead to sleep problems and risk of infections and other medical conditions and problems, including diabetes and asthma, uh, all these things. Uh, and uh, even high blood pressure can get worse. You know, psychologists tell us that long-term touch starvation can even trigger post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. It's just amazing how important touch is. And then we know that touch can calm certain bodily functions, such as your heart rate and blood pressure. You know, as a part of God's fine-tuning, touch stimulates certain pressure receptors that transport signals to the vagus nerve that connects to the brain and to the rest of the body and uses uh, signals to slow the pace of the nervous system. In early life, um, with toddlers and babies and children, it's thought to be critical for building healthy relationships because touch stimulates these pathways for serotonin and what's known as the pleasure neurotransmitter, dopamine. Touch is critically important to us as human beings. So I would ask you today, listener, are you touch starved? Are you skin hungry? Well, some of the symptoms are feeling depressed and anxious and stressed, you know, with low relationship of satisfaction and difficulty sleeping and, and similar things. You know, some people fight touch uh, starvation by getting a massage or getting their nails done or going to the hair salon or learning to dance or exercising. These are all good things. And, and you know, people that are uh, stressed uh, or touch starved sometimes subconsciously uh, simulate touch by taking uh, long, hot, showers or wrapping up in a blanket or even holding on to their pet. You know, it's been repeatedly shown that people with dogs and cats live longer than others. 
And this may be the reason that they are uh, simulating touch with their pets. You know, psychiatrists tell us that touch starvation is real, that it's a real problem, and that there are some things that we can do to to treat this uh, problem. You know, take an initiative. Set close to your loved ones instead of spreading out on the couch and uh, make an effort to cuddle up during one of your Netflix sprees. Or greet members of your household with a hug. I was in my 30s when I hugged my father uh, for the first time as an adult as I greeted him. Yes, I'll tell you, he was taken aback, but I'll tell you, from that point on, we always greeted each other with a hug. You know, during the day, give your loved ones a few gentle strokes or maybe even a full-on hug. Yeah, I think about the 36 million Americans who live alone, who live alone, who can't do the things that I was just talking about and probably suffer some form of touch starvation. Now, I have talked extensively here about this God-given sense that we call touch. And I think one could argue that it's probably the most sensitive of all of our senses. Yeah, I've frequently observed that uh, when someone is in the processing of dying, they want to hold the hand of their loved one. So there's more, you know, more to the meaning of touch, more than what's physical. It's emotional and spiritual. And we speak about our hearts being touched by someone's kindness or our lives being touched by someone who has intervened with us in some way. And then many of us, many of us have experienced our souls being touched by God's love and grace. And I think we can all agree that the touch of God is far more important than the touch of human beings in our lives. Now, he doesn't touch us in the same way that people do. Nevertheless, he does touch us uh, when we need comfort, when we need direction, uh, sometimes when we need to be rebuked, and then sometimes we ask him to intervene in our lives. You know, the touching of God is acknowledged in the Old Testament when we read verses like 1 Samuel 10, 26, that says, Saul went to his home in Gebeah, accompanied by valiant men whose heart had been touched by God. By valiant men whose hearts had been touched by God. You know, the touch of God in the heart is an awesome thing. <laughs> I've had the experience of watching that happen to people right in front of my eyes where I was there and I could visibly see what was apparently happening to them inside and as they um, vocally acknowledged what was happening to them inside. Uh, you know, the heart is 
precious to us. It's a deep and personal thing. And when the heart is touched by God, uh, we're deeply touched down into the core of our being. You know, God's hand sears through all the layers of our existence. Um, you know, it's it's we have been known. We are known by him. And we are seen by him. And he knows everything about us. And so we have been pierced in a very deep way when God t- touched us. So what's being said in this verse in, in, in Samuel? You know, God touched them. God touched their hearts, it says. No, not their wives, not a child, not a parent, not a counselor, but God himself. God himself. You know, the God with the infinite power and the infinite justice and the infinite knowledge. You know, in Psalms 139.5, King David acknowledged God's touch when he said, you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. God laying his hand upon King David. Now, when Jesus was here, his hands actually touched many people who needed his help. Uh, Even those with leprosy who were considered untouchable because of the real risk of infection. But Jesus didn't contract the disease. Rather, he he removed it. And uh, you'll remember he also touched the eyes of the blind, the ears of the deaf, the tongue of the dumb. And he healed them all. He healed them all. He touched the hand of a fevered woman in Matthew 8, 15. And the young children were brought to him by their mothers to be touched, to be touched. We see this in Mark 10, 13, and 16. And in Luke 18, we see that people are bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. And then in Luke 8:44 we read about a woman who had been hemorrhaging for 12 years, elbowing her way through the crown to touch the master's clothes. The Bible says she came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped. Jesus even stopped a funeral procession with his touch and raised a young man from the dead in Luke seven fourteen. These were all acts of compassion by Jesus when he was on earth. And his power to help and bless all who trust him then are still the same today for those who trust him now. I want to conclude this podcast with... Uh, a few comments. Um, You know, the touch of God is an actual touch. It's a real connection. We live in a world of great uncertainty. It sure seems to be an age of worry for many. And much of our anxiety results from not understanding God's purpose for our lives. You know, it uh, 
it's also part of our lack of a relationship to him. And it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. If you would like to know God's purpose and have his intervening hand in your life, you must seek him. You must seek God. And God's seeking people to worship him. And my prayer today is that God would touch everyone listening to this podcast. You know, it's, it's just awesome for me to listen to stories from others about how they were touched by God. It happens in different ways for different people. But first, you must be open and desire the touch, the touch of God. And second, when it happens, you must grasp the hand of God and experience the healing joys that come with it. I want to thank you for listening uh, today, and uh, I want to encourage you to go and touch someone in a special way. God bless you.